Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Beth. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Good. Good thanks. thanks. Yes. Yeah. How are ben. you? Yes, I'm okay. Last Looking... day of being 29. Yes. Yes. By the time this goes out, you will be 30. I will be 30 years old. Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gonna feel any different? I mean, Peter turned thirteen and immediately got unwell. He injured himself. I got really unwell for well. a whole month, <laughs> and then I was better for three days. And now I've injured myself, and my arm really <laughs> still hurts. So I've spent—I think I've been thirty for nearly six weeks, mm. and I've spent four to five of those weeks feeling really bad. That's great. So you've got lots to look forward to. Loads You're to gonna get a whole to. month off. Brilliant. After yeah, yeah and a whole month to enjoy myself and yeah. not be in severe discomfort the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be good. No, I have a weekend of complete um, overindulgence planned. Oh. I'm just going to eat whatever I want and drink all of it, all of the stuff. it's your last mm. chance in your 20s to do that. Once you're well, 30, you can't do it anymore. Yeah, theoretically today I should be doing all of <laughs> yeah, that you stuff should, because yeah. it's diminishing returns from here on. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. That's what. But I am going to sit in my pants and play video games. That's something I am going to do. Good. Uh, so that's relevant to this podcast at least. Well, before we carry on, you remember a couple of weeks ago when it was Peter's birthday. I do. We got Peter some presents. We did. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Well, guess what? We've got you some presents. You got yeah. me some presents? Yeah. I'm sure this will come as a huge surprise birthday. to you. Because you didn't see us smuggle them in. I didn't no. see you smuggle them in. It wasn't suspicious when it took you longer than usual to come down. Yeah. And also to when be I was fair, focusing that was the just camera, because we were faffing. I didn't see Peter move things <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> we actually didn't come <laughs> down wasn't... because we were taking a long time. Okay. I'd forgotten to uh, find the sponsor out. I had forgotten to write down the email they'd sent me of and Peter had forgotten to send himself weird news so okay. we did have to go back upstairs I, and sort our lives out I, see. I wasn't I, it was a loose attempt to be subtle here because I thought you'd seen it when we came in so no my cable was no, stuck under the PC down here and I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I absolutely saw no yeah people but I thought, who he's seen already I'd, I'd given mine to Coldaholic to be like please hold this just really came down at the same that's time. very clever my um, computer mm-hmm. hasn't actually been switched off for two days because I've had to leave it like doing stuff overnight for two nights in a row. Yes. And uh, three days ago, your thing arrived in the post. Mm. Um, but because Windows is like really helpful and like does event management and stuff, <laughs> yeah. on my lock screen, it says parcel arriving from. And it said that for like three days. And <laughs> Excellent. Like, he's probably not looking at my lock no. screen. No, I'm not. 
Main event. I did but not see that, admittedly. So what do you want first? My, the present that I've got next to me or the present that Peter's got next to him? <sighs> I mean, that's just, that's a really hard choice to make because I feel like that's going to have should I, should untold consequences. The yeah, but then I'm going to have to pick either the one I think is I most interesting or the one I think is least mine. interesting. Wow, you did wrap yours. Mainly that's because nice. I, it just came in an Amazon box and it looks a bit rubbish okay i would have wrapped this but i forgot that i got my presence on the podcast and i thought we were going to give these to you tomorrow on oh, your okay. birthday no, and that's, then yeah ashton messaged me last night and said so we're we doing the presents i was like oh yeah mine's under my desk so i can't wrap it now i mean the fact that i'm getting presents at all is is all that it's all that matters yeah and you're not here tomorrow so we couldn't i'm not in tomorrow, the no, day. no so. i'm gonna be in my pants also when we say mine mm. we all we did we was did split together. the duties so these so are from both of us which one the which present that either of you is holding would i like to open first is that what you were asking rather than yeah. this one is mine and this no one is mine. no they're yeah, not yeah, they're yeah. both they're from us they're from us us collectively Plural. okay well i do we love got one each do love to rip into presents you want to yeah open this one well I, I was thinking i might save that to last okay, okay. and open, open the first? tube you might struggle with the tube because it's okay. all taped shut but we it's should have brought you some kind of blade but it's all right it's time to show my might your 30 strength my 29 strength 29, 29 strength today today yeah then it's all just going to go... Should I use top. my nails? Peter it's okay, top. I need to do this. I have to do this alone. Okay, one bit of tape is gone. <laughs> I've trapped my fingers in oh. it. Oh, no. It's fine, I've got it. I've got it. I'm, in. I'm, I'm not in yet. But, oh! oh, oh that, <laughs> that was dangerous. Could have taken Ashton out. Face. <laughs> Nearly wiped Ashton off the table. <laughs> okay. Boom. I've not actually checked that they sent the right one, so actually this is a big mystery. I'm hoping right. it, you either know what it is, it's some fingers sort crossed. Of poster, perhaps. There were many, many options. Oh, squeaky. Sorry. And uh, if no it's way. if it's wrong, then this will be this will be great. We'll send it bloody back. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh! It's the right one. It's the right one. It's the right one. That's very nice. I like that a lot. You can get it framed if you oh, want. It's so, yeah, it's so so tightly wound. I don't want to unfold it in the middle because then it might crease. Look at that. It's the Canto region, but in sort of region, almost a Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, yeah. kind of a fantasy Viridian fantasy forest. Map. Look at it. It's huge. Mulberry sit. Oh no, has it got? It's not just got Canto in it. I don't think. Oh. oh. It says Canto at the says top. Canto at the Mulberry top. City. Maybe that's from the anime. Maybe that's an anime thing. Yeah. Maybe. Look at that. Thank you so much. That's You're welcome. Okay. Pokemon Tech. Gringy City. Yeah, that's definitely anime. Oh, that's nice. It's got anime. extra stuff yeah. on there. Extra cities that I can Ooh. learn, don't crease. Must be. Oh, no. Must be. There we go. It's going. Thank you very much. That's You're welcome. Okay. That's amazing. When we were looking, we kept sending each other the exact same thing we were already looking at. Yeah, we were both on Etsy at the same time. And we would then just send identical links to each other at the same time. Like, what about this? Oh, yeah, that's, I just saw that one. I just saw that one. You went down the, the Ben Potter uh, algorithm. Mm. Mm, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This is arguably the, um, the best creme best. de la resistance, as yes. they say. Yeah. The piece of resistance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't even need to keep ripping, but I will just keep ripping yeah. all of the paper. Make all of the That's noise. Christmas wrapping paper. Would oh. you believe? Oh, is it? Why yeah. has it got little buttholes on it? Uh, snow, I think meant to be snowflakes. Okay. It doesn't look no, overly Christmassy. Christmas I thought, well. Keep it. Reduce, use it reuse, for recycle and all that. It's a shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's a good still, shirt. Still ripping. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, 
Um, you like it? I love it. <laughs> he loves you. it. It it's says a, it's a shirt that says, "If you can read this, I was forced to put my, my controller, controller down, down and re-enter society." society. Well, I've got to put that on now, haven't yeah. I? Surprisingly, not from ooh, not from Wish. Yeah, not that's from why Wish. it arrived this is in a time. a real shirt that grandmas have bought. We had so many options. We had to str we struggled to pick which T-shirt of this nature we wanted to put. We wanted to give you. Wanted to put you in. We yes. To put you in. We had similar uh, issues with the poster. We very nearly got you a Scyther poster, but then I was like, I think he's got one. I think he's got a framed Scyther in his flat, or used to have. I don't know that I have. But oh, I, I thought I've seen a, a fancy Scyther somewhere. I will have a Scyther on my arm soon. Happy oh, well. birthday, Ben. Happy birthday, like Ben. Thank you, guys. I feel very special. I feel like a real, th real adult now. Mm. If you can read this. He was forced to put down his controller so and re-enter society. And come and do the on a, podcast. On our little preview, there is so much text on this show. There is an it awful goes all lot. all the way down to your, like, crotch is where the yes. text goes. If you're walking past someone in the street, they will not have time to read all of that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. You're guys. welcome. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. An amazing ben. shirt. So this is our birthday Poster. podcast. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, this Ben. Is, this is our birthday podcast where we talk about birthday things and sometimes video games as well. Mm -hmm. uh, each and every week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. I believe Ashton has the ad read in front of her right now. I do. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we all watched Eurovision last week, right? We all, did, we yeah. all watched it. Yes. Yeah, everyone in the world watched it. Mm. And we know that in... Incredibly, the United Kingdom came second. That's um, that's quite frankly Which not, not is right. unheard of in the last since I've been alive. We've barely made yeah. it onto the left mm. side of the board. <laughs> so, from the producers of Trek to Yomi, following Sam Ryder's. Sorry, what's that? It's a video game. Okay, came out this month. Right. Um, it's like a silhouette style fighter. I think it's side scrolling, but I'm not. I can't remember. Okay, exactly. that's completely passed me by. That one. Yeah. Um, and coming from the Trek to Yomi people, documenting Sam Ryder's journey to second place at Eurovision, it's Trek to Turin. <laughs> I'm going to need some more context. Turin's where they hosted um, Eurovision. Is that where it was hosted this year? This yeah, year. in okay. Italy. So right. is that... He they, has to fight off... He has to fight. Uh, he has to fight with music and words. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. the, and his The prejudices hair. against... Um, the United Kingdom winning Eurovision. Mm. He has to fight off all the naysayers. Yeah. Everyone who says he can't do it, that's the same thing as a naysayer. Yeah. Um, everyone who's trying to beat him at Eurovision. Yeah. But he fights them with, because he's a really nice guy. He, he fights them with everyone music. except yeah. the Ukrainians. Except the Ukrainians. And he's like, you, go he's like you guys go on ahead. Yeah. Because he's that nice. Yeah. He has to fight Russians to keep them out of the competition. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you've just the whole thing's just narrated by Graham Norton. <laughs> just disinterested just, Graham yeah. Norton. Being rude Being about sassy, people. yeah. Brilliant. When's it out? Sassy. Um, it's not coming out. Oh. What? I know. It's a surprise to us all. Uh, it's not coming out. That's it's not real, upsetting. unfortunately. Oh, really, yeah. really sad about really that. Really sorry about that. Oh, ruined your birthday. You actually have really ruined sorry. my birthday, so thanks. Well, thanks for apologies. That. No, we're not sponsored by... Trek to Turin. To Turin. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Uh, we're actually sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast. And we have loads of other tiers available as well. Please do go and check it out if you haven't already. Yes. Question one comes from Robert Mansell, who says, Hey, sexy bap. Whoa. No, you are Settle sexy. Settle down. Daddy it's on. too early. 
was wondering how big your mm. console collections oh, okay. are and what additional consoles you would love to add. Me and my fiance have a Switch each, an Xbox Series S, a I PS4, married, sorry. I and do yeah, married. Xbox 360, a GameCube, a PS2, and we both have a 3DS and DS each, plus some Game Boys. Whoa! I would love to add a Wii and a PS5 too. Much love, guys. Rob X. That's Rob kiss. X. He's Rob. Uh, I currently own a PlayStation 5, a PlayStation 4, a PlayStation 2, a PC that I use for gaming. I think it says console collections, actually, but yes. Uh, and then um, we have a few sort of shared custody consoles that are floating around. So there's a Switch that technically belongs to either me and Ben or the whole channel. I can't. Is it a Vidiot's console? There's a Vidiot's Switch. There's a Vidiot's Switch. And there's also a Triple Jump Switch. And there's a as Triple well. Jump yeah. Switch. Uh, and also there's the um, Evercade as well. Mm. There's a, a couple of Evercades, actually. Yes. Uh, so they that's currently at the office, but that's the kind of a shared custody one. But yeah, in terms of what I own at home, PS5, PS4, and a PS2. Um, what I'd like to add, and I'm moving house uh, soon-ish, and uh, I'm told I might be able to have a little, little man cave. You might be able oh to put God. your toys out. Yeah. That's a little, exciting. A little Peter Playroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Exactly, a tiny playroom. Get a little Peter playroom, yeah? Um, And once I've got... So the the reason I haven't invested in perhaps a couple more consoles is I don't have the space in the living room for them. Mm. And I also feel like uh, if I had... One of these ones I'm about to say would have wired controllers because it's an old console. And the current placement of our TV and sofa would mean that I don't think I would be able to reach the console with the distance that the sofa is from the telly. But I would really like an N64. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're quite well they're not that expensive but some of the games are really expensive because they're so rare now and they're physical uh, you know people can't just burn them onto discs so I'm tempted to maybe instead like look into doing a Raspberry Pi or something like that mm-hmm. um, but I'd love an N64 uh, and also at some point it would be quite nice to have an Xbox series probably a, an S but yeah that would be nice just to, to widen the uh, the scope of what I can play mm-hmm. But that's, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. Ashton? So me and, and my boyfriend um, live apart currently. So we've kind of had to get more stuff because um, otherwise I can't play stuff up here. So I have my own gaming PC and he has his. And then I have bought a PS5 because I moved here. And then he has the PS5 that we bought initially for the house. We also have a PS4. We have a Switch that we share custody of that sometimes is in Newcastle, sometimes it's in Leicester. It's really just a little mystery. And then as of last weekend, I went to visit my parents. We took the PS2 out of the attic and we now have that as well. But in my house, in which I live, I used to live with him, he has the following a playstation one a psp a ps vita ds is i think there's two in the house and i'm pretty sure he has a wii somewhere as well i'm just not sure where the wii is um we've got wii games and a wii board but i don't know what he's done with the wii i haven't seen it so Mm. um yeah we we have a lot of stuff in the house we have a full like unit that's i do not claim ownership over any of it it's just full of like PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 games, PlayStation 3 games, Vita games. And I'm like, we you never play any of these. These are simply for display. These never get out of... Some of them are still in their plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we, we if we move somewhere, because we're looking to move back in together again, we need to find a place for all of your 
stuff because yeah. there's so much of it. So um, maybe we might have to downsize on the amount of stuff that we have eventually, but that's the stuff we have. And I kind of do want an Xbox as well. I might be getting rid of some of my PS2 games no. that I've had since I was a child when we move house. Because mm. oh, I just really because I put them into a box when we moved in yeah. to our current place, and they've been in that box under the bed all this time. And I'm like, man, I'm so I'm thinking I'll just keep the ones that like are very dear to me rather mm. than ones I've kept because it's like, oh, might play that one day, maybe. And no, I won't. <laughs> just keep the ones well, that yeah, I really love. I like. I was trying to figure out this game that I was talking yeah. about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. So I'm. I didn't realize the PlayStation Two was in the attic, and my dad came was like upstairs trying to get it out of the attic, and apparently he was shouting me, and I was not listening, so I was downstairs. So he did it all on his own. Came down with this big box of like. It had the PlayStation 2, a bunch of like peripherals, had like the iToy, a couple mm. of like SingStar microphones in it. Mm-hmm. And then it had a bunch of games. And I was like, cool, well, this is the games that I was thinking of. And then I was like, well, thanks, Dad. And then Ben went, I, let, I'm i going to have all of these. Can I have them? And I was like, we don't have room for them. What do you mean? <laughs> Why do you want this box of stuff? So now it's we free. have that as well. Free games. Yeah, You've exactly. got to take them. So, yeah, you do. So, yeah, we have lots of stuff in the house. But I would like an Xbox series at some point as well. I just can't justify buying one right now because I don't have the time to play all of the Xbox games. Yeah. And if I do, I'm playing most of them on my PC anyway. That's exactly why. I'm so um, I would like one at some point, potentially, but I'm in no rush. So nice. Game Pass is tempting. That's that's the thing. I know yeah. I could play it on PC, but yeah, I don't have the Game time. Game Pass is very tempting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, are you going to talk about what's in your house now? Yes. <laughs> yes, I suppose I am, Ashton Matthews. Here it comes. I have a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. I have two PS4s. I have two PS3s. I have a PS2. I have a PS1. I have a GameCube. I have an N64. I have a Xbox Series S. I have the Switch, the video Switch mm-hmm. currently. I have, uh, let's see, a DS Lite, a 3DS, um, a Vita, a couple of PSPs, a PlayStation TV, which is the the oh, Vita yeah. that you can plug into the television, like the home console version. I have uh, about six Game Boy Advance SPs, three Game Boy Advances, probably about 15 Game Boy Colors, three or four original Game Boys. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything. I think that might be everything. Did you a Game Boy Advance? Yes, I got three of those. I think Did you say that? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I got three of those. I was just sort of drowning in a sea of Game Boys. Yeah, Not there's sure. a lot of Game Boys in, and I live in a flat. Uh, so, but they're very neatly organised in your flat. I have yeah, to the say. ones you can see. There's also a drawer just full of all. <laughs> you remember when I got this, the rest of this tattoo done? I got really drunk and spent like two hundred pounds yeah. on eBay. Yeah, yeah. 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 and, and then stuff they kept is arriving, arriving for to weeks. The office. Yes, yeah, that currently is just gone in a drawer because I have nowhere right. to put it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so. I think that's all of the consoles I own, but I would add to it if I could. Honestly, the idea of moving terrifies me. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. I think I'll just live here renting forever until my landlord dies and and then I'll buy it, maybe. Uh, But theoretically, if you move, it it might be into a small house which is bigger yeah. than a flat that's true i could have an so entire more space room yeah. although i uh, kind of you my entire a, flat's dedicated a ben, to a ben playroom is like mm. peter's playroom yeah exactly i mean my entire flat is my playroom currently i yeah, can put whatever true. i want wherever i want it's mm. great uh, i would quite like a wee um I, my parents should do have, have gone one. before we started the podcast <laughs> oh <laughs> nice. 
he's over 30 oh. now he can do that stuff uh, a Nintendo Wii I'd quite like my parents do have our family one and mm. we have one of the controllers in the, and the nunchucks in the office for emulation yeah. purposes but the consoles with them and an Xbox 360 would be quite nice to have as well um, just because it's a great console and uh, there's lots of good games on it mm. so a lot of them are on Game Pass now though. But mm. yeah. there we are there's my answer and that is that good answer are you guys ready to do something we've never done before? Is it a special birthday it's section? It's a special birthday section. It's a second special birthday section. Oh. Uh. It's called What We Play. Oh. It's What We Play in time. Time to talk about what we play in. Peter, what have you been playing? Uh, I think I've only played one game since the previous uh, podcast. Can Can you guess what it is? Was can it Lego Star Wars? It was Lego Star Wars. Oh, it's not Orc Must, orc, orc must orc Die. Must orc must die. Singular. No. One Orc. But uh, if you like, I can talk about that in my answer to question two briefly. Um, but I've been playing mm. Lego Star Wars. Um, I am now... I've now finished, at home, I've now finished the original trilogy. On stream, I've now just started the original trilogy, mm. even though on the first time I played it, I played through almost all of the Phantom Menace, got to the Darth Maul fight, and it was the end of the stream, and I had to stop. Right. And then uh, my data didn't save onto the Office PS5. So when I came in to continue, Nightmare. I was like, oh, Ugh. well, we got to just start a different trilogy i guess so uh playing rubbish. through a new hope yeah because i did like a temporary login but with my actual playstation account mm. but you know you can you can like just temporary temporarily log in rather than add it to the console yeah and then when i was about to turn the console off it was like your data won't be saved i was like oh okay and then i googled it and there's like a way that you can you can like add the profile without turning the console off to the PS5 so that okay. it will save the data, but it involves way more gymnastics than you would expect, where you have to like log into a separate temporary account without logging out the one that you were logged into. Right. And then do some stuff in like the user menu. And then anyway, I did I did one step slightly wrong, seemingly. And then it like logged out my temporary account while I was logged in on a different one. And then the data just went. That's very sad. So yeah, uh, PS5, it just works. It does. Mm. It's very easy. It just makes sense. I mean, it's my fault for temporarily logging in, but I didn't even realize I'd done that until like it's I'd been late. playing for two hours. And then it was like, by the way, <laughs> when you turn this off, we're not going to save anything. <laughs> um, Got him. So that was fun. But yeah, so uh, nearly at the end of the original trilogy at home. I've enjoyed that more than the prequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. I thought there's a bit more to it. Feels yeah. a bit more... Like you're actually just do it, having some adventures and stuff. Um, not even sure how I feel about doing the sequel trilogy at this point. Like I might do. Well, I think I will do at home. But like I'm still just kind of beelining through and not really stopping to do any of the extras. And maybe like when I get through all the stories and then go back and start like exploring these worlds a bit more thoroughly and just taking it all in, maybe I'll enjoy it a bit more. But at the moment, I'm I'm having a good time. But not not a great time. Not it's not like in proportion to the level of hype that I think I had about this game, and, mm. and even the level of hype that uh, they were trying to like put on, you know, in terms of marketing, like saying this is like a, the best Lego game we've ever made. It's huge. It's, it's exciting. The only thing that is true about that is it's huge. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it looked like it was going to be amazing, and I'm not amazed. I'm a bit overwhelmed, as we've said ad nauseum at this point. Um, but yeah, there we go. I've been just playing that this week. Uh, oh, some cables just slid 
on the table. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think yeah. we're okay. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I know why. It's because I moved my legs oh, and there's cables everywhere. Snagged, snagglepussed. Did, yes. Uh, Ashton, what have you been playing? Well, Peter, mm. this week I had a couple of days off because I was a bit... You um, had plops. I had yes, plops. you did. You um, did. And during those two days, I played one game and one game only. I played Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, uh, yeah. Cyberpunk. I am really enjoying it. Um, I've been having a really lovely time just bumbling around in Night City. Um, Good. I have, All the characters I feel like are really like fleshed out and every character you meet kind of has a different storyline and a different kind of character arc. There's one character called Pan Am who I am in love with and I want her to be my wife. Um, she's Is she great. old enough to be your mom? No, she's not. Oh, actually. oh that's unusual. Plot yeah. twist. She's not. Um, she's great and she keeps like flirting with me and I'm like, are we gonna are we gonna kiss right now? And then she just palms me off every time, and I'm like, oh, Panam! But she's got giving me another mission right now, so I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. This could be the moment. A kiss, Panam. Mm. Um, but I've been really enjoying it. There's only one moment where I was like, this is really annoying me. You know how sometimes, and it's not the only game that does it, but it just particularly annoyed me. You know how when you like tail this car, like follow it in your car, and then the game will just throw every a car out of every junction just to be like, mm -hmm. <laughs> isn't this fun and exciting? Dodge the cars. But I was getting really annoyed because I was like, okay, well, you're just throwing cars at me. I can't go around them. I'm just getting stuck on them all. You're putting like a lorry in the middle of the... There's, road that has not been an issue in any of the rest of the game <laughs> so stop doing that stop i it. hate it it really annoys me um but i've also been playing some tiny tina and i'm gonna break my like self-imposed i'm not gonna moan about this game briefly to talk about the dlc <laughs> to moan about, to moan about, to moan about the dlc okay um every week that goes by i feel less interested in playing this game i'm sorry no it's fine i have I've like enjoyed some more of the story and I've been like liking some of the levels that we've gone through. Mm. Um I'm still not in love with the story and I still find that they talk too much and I miss a lot of the dialogue because it's kind of happening while I'm in the middle of doing something else. But the Coiled Captors DLC is the current one that's come out. To I didn't know how you found it first. Well, I had to Google how you get to it because it doesn't like come up in your mission log like the DLC kind of doesn't be like, go here for this mission. Mm -hmm. It's just a new area that pops up after you've got the DLC that I had to Google where I had to go to, to do it. Um, but it's kind of like a, it's like a circle of slaughter kind of thing where it's got like, it goes I, up in difficulty. My least favorite DLCs or missions from Borderlands have always been those. The, Mine the too. survival yeah. rubbish. But it's like, instead of it just being like, go in this area and then just kill enough enemies in like waves of five. There's basically like five rooms and then every room there's just like a bunch of enemies or you have to like spin a totem around or turn a like knob to let the water come out and then you go through to the next room, blah, 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 blah. And then you fight the boss at the end and it goes up and I think there's five difficulties. We've done one and two and it also gives you like a little added little mission to do. So the first one was like get 10 melee kills, which both mine and MB's characters do too much elemental damage. So we were just killing them before we even get a chance yeah. to hit them with them, our melee attacks. We weren't mm. doing that one. And then the second one was like, find the two chests with souls in them in every level, in every room. And that one we did fine. But then it was like the same five rooms, like both times. And I had thought that it was like procedurally generated, like it would be a different 
kind of order of rooms or there was like a it was swap some out but it's exactly the same as the first time the only difference was the beginning cutscene as you go into the level was slightly different she'd like say something else and it had like a different name so I thought oh it's called like Twilight something I thought it would be a different level because the first one was like Oceans of Terror or whatever and I thought well that makes sense because mm-hmm. we're in like a little underwater looking area like Atlantis and the next one I thought oh it would be a different like vibe it wasn't it was exactly the same yeah. And you just have to do that over and over again. And there's only two trophies to do it the first time and then do it on the highest difficulty. Mm. And I was like, it's a bit boring, you know, just a bit boring. You get souls and then you can like use the souls to spin the wheel and the wheel gives you good loot. So you get like a couple of decent grenades and stuff out of it and some good, well, not grenades, spells. And then a couple of decent kind of like shields and stuff. But other than that, I have no interest in going back to do it. We did two, and then I was like, can we go do something else now? Mm. I'm a bit bored. But I think what they're doing with it is that the next couple of DLCs will also be similar, and they'll all be in this area that you have to go to, and then you, like, do different, like, stories in this area, because it's like there's room for other things in this particular, like, map you have to go to to start it. So I don't know if it's going to be, like, this is the first DLC and the next one will be like, yeah, it's just next to it. You just turn left and you can go into the next one. So I'm not impressed with it. And I think if I'd have bought it, because I didn't buy this one, we were given a code. I think if I'd have bought it, I'd have been disappointed. Mm. To be I've honest. I just noticed on your note that you've got the word Pan Am in a heart. In yeah. a heart. Just wanted to mention her. Love just her. Just must remember to say mention that I her. love Pan Am. Love I love Pan her. Am. She's great. So, yeah. But I've enjoyed other bits of Tiny Tina. I've been enjoying the story a lot more. Again, there's just, just too much talking. And they're just bumbling around while I'm just doing stuff. And I'm like, well, the button's here. Mm. And then they're just discussing, like, should we press the button or should we not press the button? Well, if you press the button, will it have those consequences? And I'm like, I'm here. I've got here. Mm. Can I press the button now, please? So... That's all I've played. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I don't know that I'm ever going to play this bloody game. I really though. want you to play it. No, I don't just think Just so I'm... that I feel like I want to know if my thoughts and feelings are justified. <laughs> Do you want me to potentially have a bad time to make no, you I just feel better? Know, you might not have a bad time, and mm. it might just be a me problem. Well, from what I've played, I was unimpressed. I will yeah. say that much. And I probably will end up playing the whole thing because it's a co-op game, and mm-hmm. I like those. And yeah. I also like Borderlands, but... I didn't like the humor in Borderlands 3 and I didn't like the changes in the gameplay and the mechanics really and yeah. this just goes even further down both of those rabbit holes seemingly and that's not mm. a good thing for me uh, so we will see mm. if I get to that eventually I have played The Complex which is a Wales Interactive game yes. <laughs> continuing on this trend uh, because I th- I forgot that that I hadn't got the platinum in it yet. So I thought, okay, I'll download that and I'll get the platinum in it. Yeah. Right. And I and I did. That's um, the one where like there's like a there's like a gas like a leak. deadly contagion or something. Oh yeah. yeah and and then that guy gets shot or something. Lots of people get shot yeah. depending on the choices you make. It's not very good, I but got it was all pretty of the fun. Characters killed when we played it. I think you did. They yeah. like mowed him down with a machine gun and I was like whoops. Hell yeah. It's often the way when you play yeah. these mm-hmm. interactive it stories. Is often the way. All in. I have also played some more Switch Sports Bowling just because it's so so easy mm-hmm. when you've got people around and stuff. Um, 
I have just purchased My Name is Mayo 3, which came out this week. Very exciting. Um, lots of people who collect trophies will be familiar with the My Name is Mayo series. They The 1 and 2 were priced at 99p, mm. and it's an easy platinum trophy that you can get. But it's like, it's not one of those, it's not a good game, but it's not one of those games that is just bad and they put a platinum in it. Like This game is very self-aware that it's absurd and you have to tap on a jar of mayonnaise. That's the that's what you do. You press a button and you tap the jar of mayonnaise and you do that thousands of times and then you get the platinum trophy. And that's that. The third one is out now, completing the trilogy. Very exciting. I know Andrew from Cultaholic will be beside himself. 199 though, a 100% markup. Hugely expensive version now, but I have bought it. Uh, they know what people will pay for a yeah. platinum. Yes, and it's one ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> if they charge more than one ninety nine for my name is Mayo Four, then I'm out. Mm-hmm. They've they've lost a customer, quite frankly. But the main thing I'm I am going to play this weekend uh, when I'm in my pants mm-hmm. uh, in the dark eating fried chicken, as I want to do on my birthday. I will be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS5 because I've been oh. putting it off for ages, and okay. I've really been looking forward to playing it again. Been, oh, so you haven't played it yet. I have played yeah. it. I played PS5. the yes. I got the PS4 version. Oh, I see. Right, of course. Uh, but I haven't played the PS5 version yet. Also got that Ufi DLC that I'd like to play too. So that is. I'm looking forward to diving into that. Basically, I was kind of hoping you were going to say Horizon Forbidden West, but no, that's okay it. too. I don't have it. Well, so. you should buy it. Well, I will eventually. So much to play. Uh, let's move on to question two. Yes, let's. This comes from Cameron Keyword. Hello, Bap. I have a break from uni and started Evil Genius 2 on Sunday afternoon and have played 20 and had played 20 hours by Tuesday evening having found myself addicted to the micromanagement micromanagement aspect of being evil. Oh, there was a lot of commas in that. Mm. Um have you had any similar experiences with a game where you just can't put it down? Kindest regards, Cameron Keyword. Thanks Cameron. Thanks Cameron. Uh I I mean there've been many games over the years where I've been like I I literally have to go to bed. It's 4 a.m., but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, for example, Skyrim was a big one when that first came out. You know, I just didn't want to stop playing. Ben didn't stop playing and then hated it because yeah. got sick of it. <laughs> yeah. um, the most recent one that I can think of that really hooked me and I made myself stop at like kind of I either did it in two two sittings or possibly three, and I probably would have done it quicker than that, but I, I wanted it to last a bit longer, mm. uh, was The Last of Us Part Two? Uh, that one really, you know, hooked me in. Um, and, uh, yeah, Orcs Must Die is, you know, the obligatory one as well. Like, I spent a, a many evenings as a student just playing that over and over, trying to just get, like, perfect five-star uh, levels and just come up with the best, best choke points and stuff. So... All kinds of games, really. Um, difficult to kind of pin down any anything that sticks out. But yeah, the most recent one for me, Last of Us Part 2. I find myself um, like for finding a game and just being kind of all encompassed by it. Like it's all I think about during the day. I'm like, I want to get home and play this game. Mm-hmm. It's all I want to do. I get home and I just play the game. Um, it happened with Evil Genius 2, okay. actually. I played a lot of that. There was like one weekend where I think I just sat and I didn't do anything. I just played Evil Genius 2. Mm-hmm. To the point where I basically was at the end of the game, like the last mission. It was like, when you do this mission, you won't be able to do anything else. And I was like, oh, that's sad so I haven't done the mission I've just been bumbling around doing other things but I really enjoyed Evil Genius 2 so I completely understand why you've been obsessed with it Cameron Keyword however I've also we know 
was obsessed with Horizon Forbidden West mm-hmm. and it was all I thought about and it was all I played until I finished it. That was the same with Zero Dawn. I did the exact same thing when I replayed it and when I played it the first time. Um, weirdly, unpacking hooked me and mm, I had that's to, out on PlayStation now. Yeah, I yeah. had to take myself to bed like you did. Where I was like, it you is had to pack yourself. One, off. I had to pack myself into my bed um, because it was one o'clock in the morning, and I did have to go to work the next day. And I thought, if I keep playing this, I'm I'm really close to finishing it. I can feel that I'm I'm almost close, like I'm almost done. However, if I don't finish this in the next half an hour. I'm going to have to go to bed because otherwise I'm going to be really moody tomorrow and it's going to be everyone else's problem. So um, unpacking, I did the same with And currently it's Cyberpunk. I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake and then I installed Cyberpunk and now I haven't been able to go back to Final Fantasy VII Remake because um, I'm a bit obsessed with Cyberpunk right now. You can't even verify that Eris' theme is better than Tifa's, which <laughs> is sad, but, you know, one of these days. Well, Never mind. each to their own, Ben. No, it's just science, sadly. <laughs> Can't argue with the facts. Okay, well, yeah. We're currently at Cyberpunk, but I do find myself getting like hooked on a game. So it happened with The Last of Us 2 as well. I was like, this game is... I like this one. I'm going to just play this one for a week straight. But I think you'll find that the so. Night City theme is better than the uh, breathtaking theme. <laughs> that one. I that, actually think that's a fact. Barrett's singing of this themes are actually... <laughs> yeah. Five stars. Five stars. Mm-hmm. So there. Is that everything? Yeah. Okay. There have been various games that I've just got completely obsessed with. Uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3. I think I remember staying up until the very early hours of the morning. I was at university at the the time, Mm -hmm. so I was able to do that because uh, it's it's a flipping joke, isn't it? Higher education. (laughs) Time doesn't exist. Yeah, absolute farce. Um, However, (laughs) one thing in particular that I have highlighted here, purely because of the part of Cameron's question about the sort of micromanagement aspect of a game, the one that I remember getting absolutely obsessed with was Assassin's Creed 2's sort of wealth accumulation of the art that you have in your mansion. I right. can't remember the specifics now because it's been a long time since I played it. But your mansion, you get art for it. And in real time, you make money based on the value of the stuff that's in your your household, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I got really into that and I would leave my console on for long periods of time just to accumulate a huge amount of wealth so that I could buy dyes for my assassin clothes, mm. you know, and change the color of it slightly and stuff. Uh, and that's just a really small aspect of a game that probably not a huge amount of thought was put into and there probably weren't that many people who were into it. But that sprung to mind immediately when I read this question was... Man, I really loved making money in Assassin's Creed 2 by doing nothing. Well, you say that. I immediately was like the turnip stock market in Mm. Animal Crossing. Like Mm -hmm. when Animal Crossing had its hold on me, which it did have its hold on me, all I was like, right, how much are my turnips? How much can I sell my turnips for? Are they good? Should I I tell everyone about my turnips? And they're ruined. And And I've time traveled and they're dead. Uh, Nightmare. Um, But I was equally as obsessed. I was like on a Facebook group being like, who's got... Has anyone got good turnip prices? Mine like two pounds? Or like, I would be like, my turnips are currently worth 180. Would anyone like to come and sell the turnips with me? And then everyone would come and visit your island, mm-hmm. sell your turnips. I'd just leave my switch on the side while I was working and people would come visit my island and yeah. sell their turnips. So yeah, that was always a good time. Did you ever get visited by 
Elijah Wood? Yes. No, I did not, unfortunately. I was not lucky enough. All the celebrities were into Animal Crossing. Everyone was into Animal Crossing. Everyone, they were all stuck in their houses. Yeah. 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 Um, Speaking of micromanagement, that's just reminded me of a game that in a different sort of way I was really obsessed with. It, It wasn't the same where you just put hours and hours into it because you couldn't because of the way it was designed. But when I was in maybe in sixth form, uh, me and my friends played a free browser game that was called Neptune's Pride. Okay. And it was a sort of strategic, um, I don't want to say RTS because it wasn't real time, but it was, yeah, it was a strategy game basically where uh, you got a 2D star map, right? You're in a galaxy and you start with like three or four stars that belong to you. And then, Further beyond that, there's like a fog of war, but you can see where other stars are that are undiscovered. Mm-hmm. And you can send your ships out to go and like discover those stars. And then the further you go, eventually you're going to encounter other people mm-hmm. who you're playing like with your friends. Um, and you can either like try and cooperate or you can attack each other's stars with your ships. But it was this, um, it was really slow paced in that all you had to do was like log in once a day and like say or send these ships that way and then they would move really slowly over a period of like 12 to 24 hours Hmm. um so but all all of us were like really into it and you could like dm each other um and when you got launched into the game it would randomly assign you a sort of a profile picture for your species and it would just be some like weird looking alien Mm -hmm. and everyone was like role playing like mad like mine was just this blue guy he had like a circular blue head Mm -hmm. and i like named all of my ships stuff like rhythm and blues and like you know i can't even think of bluegrass dabadee exactly and there was this other guy who was like the space slug and he was uh, it was you know everyone got like obsessed with it Mm -hmm. for weeks and there's all this like intrigue and like subterfuge where you're like making alliances and then double crossing other people god it was amazing sounds incredible Um, but like really slow paced and it didn't take hours and hours of your day you just logged in see what other people are doing which stars have been taken in the past day or so Mm -hmm. tell your ships what to do for the next day and then you log in the next day and see what's going on Mm -hmm. um but we were all just so into it Mm -hmm. at -hmm. the time yeah that's amazing it was it was fun uh it's time then for something a bit strange it's weird news planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Uh, remember, you can always submit your weird video game news to us on Facebook and Twitter in the appropriate post that goes out once a week. Before we get to the weird news, though, we need to talk about the podcast producers for this week. If you'd like to become a podcast producer, go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. Very big thank you to these podcast producers who have decided to support us at that tier this month. <gasps> Nathan. Josh Plain. G.Y. Goliath. Sean Legg. Corey Duffill. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody L. Bonnet. Katie Jarrett. And Gabrielle Philippink. Thank you so much, podcast producers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very much indeed. What's your weird news, Peter? Got a weird news here that was submitted by Michael Milan. And it's from thegamer.com. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl will remove Jenny Wakeman dialogue associated with NSFW parody. What? What? Well, that's what? a reference for the hardcore fans, is the subheading. This is by Rhiannon and Because like Bavan. hardcore, because like... Porn. Fans of hardcore point. Point. stuff, I guess. Yeah, points. Jenny Wakeman... Don't know who that is. Was revealed to be in the next DL revealed to be, uh, be the next DLC fighter in Nickelodeon All Star Brawl yesterday, alongside Rocco. I know that one, hmm. and Hugh Neutron, who presumably is related to Jimmy, Jimmy. Neutron's dad. Oh yeah, he's the one from the memes. You're going to the Phantom Zone. That's right, like you're going to the Phantom Zone, Jimmy, or whatever. I don't know, something like that. The latter almost upstaged her. What Hugh? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, I thought it was... Yeah, okay, that's fine. The latter almost upstaged her as fans couldn't get over how Jimmy's dad was making it into the game before the boy genius himself. Is he not even in it? No. Oh, wow. No. Weird choice. <laughs> Just admit the, the power of the meme, man. Yeah. That's all it is. However, for better or worse, Jenny found a way to get into the spotlight uh, thanks to the filthy minds of some fans. As discovered by players, one of Jenny's pre-fight banters includes a line from the show that is heavily associated with a My Life as a Teenage Robot porn parody. No, I can't believe I'm typing this either. The line quickly went viral on... Are you Googling, I'm Googling what this is. Okay. My Life as a Teenage Robot. Robot. The line quickly went viral online as few could believe that a line with such naughty implications had made it into the DLC pack. Mm. In fact, none were more shocked than Nick... She's hot. Blimey. <laughs> wow. Yeah, great. That certainly is a cartoon robot. Yes. In fact, a none, teenage were, one at that. none were more shocked than Nick Brawl... Dev. Oh, that's... I thought so his name confused. was Nicholas. Yeah, no, <laughs> Nicholas Brawl. Apparently, it's, <laughs> it's a, abbreviated to Nick Brawl. None were more no, shocked. No, it's not, though, is it? They've just done that. None were more shocked than Sir Nicholas Brawl <laughs> uh, developer Thaddeus Cruz. That sounds more like a game than Nick Brawl. <laughs> Punchiest Thaddeus kick. Cruz, uh, who has now revealed that the offending dialogue will be Q-plex. removed from the game. To those oh, of us, Plex would have just worked, wouldn't it? Yeah, it I don't know why I tried to make it a male. Susan Plex. 
To those of us beautifully unaware of the connotations, the line in question sounds sounds innocent enough and actually comes from the show. I don't know what... You, this is it is really silly. It's falling apart, the gamer. You wouldn't like my brain. It's all circuitry and metallic, Jenny screams, unaware that she just reminded the world of a very different cartoon she unwittingly stars in. The adult version switches brain to body for reasons I'm sure you can figure out yourself. So apparently in this porn parody, she says, you wouldn't like my body. It's all circuitry and metallic. Oh, that's not a very sexy thing but to say, mm. is it? in the show, she says, you wouldn't like my brain. It's all circuitry and metallic. But that's a quote from the show but anyway. that's a quote from the show. So what are we doing here? Can and they put say- it into the game because it's a quote from the show. But apparently there's... A porn parody. There must be multiple porn parodies of all kinds of shows in this in this game. Bless you. It's making me sick. As Twitter blew up, sharing the screenshot around in disbelief, Thaddeus Cruz commented on the discovery. Boy, was I flabbergasted, he said. While it's a line from the show, it has unfortunate implications by proxy, and as such, we'll be removing it. Cruz elaborated on the situation in the game's official Discord. If you ever wanted a concise example of how spread out and not on the same page this project is, here you go. Most likely someone on the team did know what they were doing by adding it. It's just a line from the, the I show. Think, how I think how popular this is, is this porn parody? This, I have, like, I've never heard of this cartoon. Half the world knows about let it. Let alone this porn parody. The I fact that it's a, so baffled by it's a line from the show that then was included in the porn parody, but somehow that line has eclipsed the original line from the show. Yeah. This is so far out of my realm of experience. This I just don't know why this is such a big deal. This show aired from 2003 to 2009. It hasn't been on air since 2009. I have never heard of this show before. Me neither. It's like... If I'm trying to think of a Simpsons catchphrase, it's like if there was a Mr. Burns porn parody, which everyone wants to see, yes. I'm sure, yeah. and he says "sexcellent," right, yeah. with his hands clasped, <laughs> and then they made a Simpsons wrestling two, and they were going to have Mr. Burns say "excellent," and then they were like, "Oh they wait, because of the porn no, parody. there's that porn parody where he says sexcellent. You can't do it. You can't do it." I, mean, I think this is too niche to really be an issue. Yeah. I don't, and then what was that bit at the end there where the, one of the developers basically said, yeah, this project's a disaster. Someone, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. says no one knows what they're doing. Uh, and clearly That's, one of the devs w- w- was aware of the porn parody. I mean, it's news to me that these characters have any voice acting whatsoever because so I thought they had these none. Characters yeah. exist. Oh, what, the, in the game ones? Yeah. yeah. And when we played it, I don't remember There's anyone nothing. saying no, anything. No one said anything, so I don't know. Uh, there is a final paragraph here so there you have it folks enjoy your lewd reference while you can and if you have no idea where the line came from then appreciate your blissful ignorance and do all you can to maintain it well you've ruined that haven't you the game so it doesn't really matter you told me now and I already know weird news that's very weird news well from one sexy line to another one oh this comes from Nintendo Life written by Liam Doolan random who submitted this uh, at Lord of Penguins on Twitter. Was that Michael Milan? Because Michael Milan submitted to... Oh, no, I think it... I'm not sure. I can't... I didn't, I didn't write their name Don't down. Don't know. Because if Michael Milan has sent us two sexy news stories... Bonk. Uh, okay. Right to horny jail. I'll find out um, for you. Former Nintendo employee admits he was really worried about leaking saucy Waluigi artwork. <laughs> Kit was concerned Nintendo Minute was making a terrible mistake. Okay. 
Nintendo's purple mischief maker Waluigi created some saucy scenes last May when a new render of him holding a rose surfaced online. This same render was first shared during an episode of Nintendo Minute, and it seems it actually caused some drama in the office before the video was even released. During a Q&A on the latest episode of the Kit and Krista podcast, former Nintendo employee Kit revealed how he was actually really worried about featuring this render in Nintendo Minute. This was Michael Milan. Oh. Straight to horny jail with you, Michael. Bonk. Throw away the key. There's no real backstory about where exactly it came from, but it is official, and Kit was concerned the video team might accidentally be leaking something really important or breaking an embargo. Here's our transcript. This is a quote all from him. So we did the video of the Switch of the Nintendo Switch Lite. There was a new color scheme of it and like it is blue or purple was a big de- and like is it blue or purple was a big debate. So we did kind of a color test to see so we did kind of a color test of it with a lot of different things. And I remember one of the people who's editing the video was like, "Oh, our design team says they have this new artwork of Waluigi that they've been just waiting to get out there so we should use it. And we're like, yeah, that sounds great. And as they were editing the videos and as we were watching the cuts, I was like, this is really unusual that they just had this new artwork sitting around. Like they always have a plan. It's going out there. This is the date. And I'm like, this doesn't sound right. And I started to get really worried about we were making a terrible mistake and that we were going to, and we were like going to be leaking or like, you know, breaking some embargo for this artwork. So I was really bracing for it when this episode came out. This is just a random updated render of the main character. And it's got its tongue out. It's not loading. I have seen it in the preview of the article. Yeah. Krista, on the other hand, didn't really care because it was about Waluigi. So there you go. This render wasn't even a surprise people with Nintendo. This front render was even a surprise people within Nintendo America's offices. What do you think of this unique Waluigi artwork? That's the whole article. Is that one person cared and that one person didn't care? Can we load it up? It's a bit less exciting than I thought. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a good picture, isn't it? It's a really strange pose that he's See, I thought the headline implies that the person who released it was worried like oh no is it too sexy are we going to get in trouble for this but actually he was just concerned that there was an embargo on the artwork so that's yeah that's a way less exciting article than i thought but i mean it is definitely an interesting render it is why someone would make this no he's sort of licking a a a pin-up kind of pose yeah yeah and the tongue out there's definitely a version of this where he's not wearing any clothes do you want to try and show that yeah there is do you want to try and show it to the camera yeah, you can sort there of see it there. Yeah. Should I zoom in on the the tub? The link will be available. Oh, <laughs> link will be available uh, below the video if you're um, watching on YouTube. So, weird. weird, weird, and a bit sexy. It's quite sexy. Uh, my weird news comes from Johnny Mac on Twitter and Jonathan Wong on Facebook. It's from Nintendo Life and Liam Doolan. Was Liam Doolan yours as well? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, mm. he was random. Sonic the Hedgehog's ugly design apparently makes a cameo in the new Chippendale movie. (laughs) Meow. The original Sonic the Hedgehog movie made headlines for all the wrong reasons when it was initially revealed. Fans were quick to call out this disturbing looking version of the blue blur. Fortunately, Paramount redesigned him and the ugly, it says in quotes, design was axed. While we didn't expect to ever see this version again, for unknown reasons it's been discovered, the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus has revived this particular version of Sonic with human-like chompers. In an Empire review, it's revealed Ugly Sonic is one of the funniest highlights of the entire movie. There's a quote here. But the funniest moments feature one who's never... Hang on. 
but the funniest moments feature one who's never previously made it to the screen. But the funniest moments feature one who's never previously made it to the screen. It's probably uh, I think lacking content. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. been lifted. Been They've not about. changed any of it. There are lots of characters in this thing, but the, but funniest... the funniest moments, plural. Uh, yes, brace yourself for Ugly Sonic, proof that hedgehogs with human teeth are not always a bad idea. Okay. Uh, according to Slash Film, Ugly Sonic is voiced by comedian and actor Tim Robinson. And then it just Im- embeds a trailer. So if you want to see Ugly Sonic on screen, you need to watch the new Chippendale movie mm-hmm. that's coming to Disney+. Plus. I Random. Random. I know, if so someone had just random. said... Three sexy stories today. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If someone had said to me, um, there's there's going to be a new Chippendale movie, will you watch it? I would have said no. It's not for me. Now, though. But, well, but I mean, even before this, the more I've heard about this, the more interesting it sounds. Apparently, one of them is CG, Chippendale. CG? And the other one is, like, hand-drawn. And there's this weird, it's almost like a kind of a multiverse thing going on. Yeah, it's a multiverse situation, on. I think. That's yeah. bizarre. Which is bizarre, but also sounds kind of a little bit interesting. Kind of so fun. I might try and find out more about this film. Okay. Give it a watch. I don't think you should. Meow. I'll probably watch it. Question three. Meow. It's from David Lever, who says, Hiya, Pab. Hi. Oh, yeah. Are there any video game art or lore books that you own or would like to own? Or is there a game you'd like to get an art or lore? You'd like to get an art or lore book. I have all the Zelda ones and they're super nice. Have a merry podcast, David. Thank you, David. And yeah. to you also, David. Yes. Uh, I own uh, the Crash Bandicoot Files, colon, How Willy the Wombat Sparked Marsupial Mania. Excellent. Good title. I love that one. It's my favorite. Um, for context, uh, originally Crash Bandicoot was going to be a wombat called Willy. They went through various marsupial designs. Eventually he became Crash Bandicoot, but he was going to be Willy Wombat. Uh, I own The Art of Spyro Reignited, which is a beautiful book. Uh, I happen to own a Guild Wars art book that came with the game mm-hmm. um I, I wouldn't have bought it for you know if it had been available separately but it just came with it um and then kind of adjacent i own a couple of um prima guides um like for ps1 games mm-hmm. and part of the reason i buy those is not i certainly don't buy them for the guides because it's mm-hmm. normally for games that i really like and therefore i probably know back to front but um they quite often have like cool sort of late 90s renders of in-game characters mm. that you don't always necessarily even see in the game. They've just like rendered them separately as assets, as like promotional stuff, and they've gone into the guide. So I like just seeing like weird renders of um, PS1 models and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I buy them for the art as much as anything else. <laughs> mm. um, so th- that's what I've got. I completely missed the bit that David said about, you know, what, what would you like to have an art or law book? So I will think about that and I'll ask Ashton what your answer is. Uh, thanks, Peter. So I have, though I have actually not read it because it in, is in Leicester and I keep forgetting to bring it back with me. Um, the Talana comic for Horizon, um, like the between... Uh, Forbidden West and Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. the other way around, mm-hmm. um, called Sunhawk. I haven't read it yet, but I know a lot about it because I read up on all the lore already, but I'm excited to read that at some point. Um, but I would like the Last of Us art book and the Borderlands 2 art book because I think they look really cool and I just like to look at them, if that was all right. Um <laughs> I don't think they can consent. I no. think you just sort of have to do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, I can't remember if I'm like 
thinking correctly here, but I think if you had like a certain version of Horizon Forbidden West, you got a book with it as well, potentially an art book. Probably. That's um, pretty standard special edition. Yeah, with fan. like the yeah. the like £200 one. But I didn't buy that because I don't have enough money for £200 of video game stuff. So um, I would like that at some point as well if they sell it individually, which they might do somewhere. I just haven't looked very hard, but that would be nice to have mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point. And that is, that's all I have to say on the matter. Okay, thank you for your <laughs> statement. Okay. Appreciate no it. Um, I have a few art books that came with things. Uh, I think I've got a Persona 5 art book, uh, an original Demon Souls little art book that came with the special edition of that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a little Dark Souls one as well. I don't really care for art or law books in that I think they make for great display pieces and they're often very nicely presented, Mm. you know, really lovely covers and stuff. But I know for a fact that I would never open them, never look at them, Mm -hmm. and people would come over and go, oh, you've got that thing. That's so nice. And they would never look at it either. And it would just be a big, heavy book that takes up no space, uh, takes up loads of space, sorry, and gets no use. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a few... Strategy guides like Peter does yeah. uh, for, I think I've got Pokemon Yellow and Red and Crystal and Stadium. I think I've got the strategy guides for. Again, mainly purchased because I'm, I just sort of wanted to put them on display. Yeah. Um, they don't take up quite as much room as some of the bigger art books. But if I was to go for like an, a law or an art book, it would definitely be a From Software one. There, there are some mm-hmm. really good thick books about Bloodborne and Dark Souls and stuff like that. So if I was going to have one, I would have one of those. But again, I just know I have enough stuff and tat related to video games and a big heavy book that I never look at is just not something I can justify really. Mm. That's fair. I only The only reason I own the Crash and Spyro ones is because I did want to own them and look through them and i have look literally read them or look you know you don't read art but well they they have a lot of text with them as well about like conceptual development and stuff Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i've read both of those but there are lots of games that i like that i would never buy art books for um but i have remembered uh something that i would quite like to own and i keep sort of saying i'm going to get it and i've not done it yet because i keep forgetting i would like the little nightmares um short graphic novel series they did oh, or yeah. it was like a comic i don't know if it was a graphic novel or a comic but they they did some stuff um i think after the first game came out i don't know exactly what the context is whether it like bridges the gap between the two games or or what and i mean there's talk of a netflix show as well i think but um yeah yeah i find that world really interesting and very um sort of hauntingly beautiful as well so i'd quite like to uh, read those at some point. They're yeah, apparently quite good. I'm told. I'd really like the Bloodborne comics too. Mm-hmm. They they released I think maybe ten issues of those in the end. They've all got really good covers, like yeah. really nice. I, I don't know if they're available as a set yet, but certainly I did. I I bought a few of them um, as gifts uh, when they were first coming out. I think maybe twenty. 18 is when they released most of them, but they're really cool and I'd love to read those and own those mm-hmm. and keep those protected and safe and nobody gets to touch them with their sticky hands. I would also maybe quite like, if I could be bothered to actually read it, I'm interested in the lore of the Elder Scrolls world because mm-hmm. when you're walking around and people are talking about historical stuff that happened like 200 years ago. The Lusty Argonian Maid. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I kind of feel like, I wish I knew a bit more about the Lusty Argonian Maid. Mm. Um, and, you know, I don't know what happened in like the first 
three, four games. So, um, yeah. Or, well, I know what happened in the fourth one because I played it. But yeah, uh, so I feel like I'm missing out on stuff that I would probably actually found, find quite interesting mm. if I had a law book. There must be a book out there already. For... There's definitely some fictional books because I've, yeah. I've read two of them and they're actually pretty good. I mm. can't remember who wrote them and I can't even remember what they were called, but I read them like, <laughs> they, like yeah. eight or nine years ago and I found them really compelling. In mm. fact, the, the last one that I read, it was 10 years ago, longer. Oh my god! Uh, because Skyrim, it was it was just before Skyrim came out, and I mm. named my Skyrim character after one of the characters oh, from nice. the book. Mm. I wish I knew what it was called, but it was pretty good, and it's just set in that universe. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. it's time for the big discussion. It's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes courtesy of Bartek. Thank you very much, Bartek. And he says, hello, BPA and Walruses. Quick question. Sony lifted the veil of secrecy and showed a list of games of new PS Plus plans. What are your thoughts, opinions, hopes, dreams? Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you, Bartek. <laughs> Thanks, Bartek. Uh, so, yes, earlier this week slash last week, probably after the podcast was recorded, knowing our luck, um, yeah. Sony announced a bit more information about the new PS Plus tiers, that being extra and premium. Essential is, as we discussed before, what already exists um, and what everybody will be defaulting onto when the uh, plans start rolling out, which is very soon. 24th of May in Asia, 2nd of June in Japan, 13th of June in North and South America, and the 23rd of June in Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. Oh, we've got Uh, quite a long time to wait then. We do. Mm. So we can watch from a distance as the entire world burns before we brace for impact when inevitably they roll it out and it doesn't work Uh, so that'll be exciting Um, (laughs) yes I've got a couple of quotes here from Push Square which is obviously a good place to read about PlayStation Plus if you're interested in that sort of thing so Sony has today shared the first look at just some of the PS5 PS4 PS3 PS1 and PSP games that will be available at launch with the new PS Plus Extra and PS Plus Premium tiers this isn't the complete list but more of a taster of what to expect Uh, we've broken down each tier below blah 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 so I've copied every single one here. I'm not gonna, not gonna read them all. Obviously, no, why I'm not? Bring this up uh, to refresh my memory, but I have, I did read this. The other PS day. Plus Extra. We've got, we've got. Let's see the the ones that are, that come from PlayStation themselves: Alien Nation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone. PS Five wise, we've got Death Stranding, Demon Souls, Destruction, All Stars, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost God of, of Tsushima. War, Gravity Rush Two, and Remastered. Those are PS Four again for those. Oh right, ones. yeah. Uh, uh, Knack, Little Big Planet Three, Loco Roco, Loco Roco Two. There's Spider Man and Miles yeah. Morales. Medieval's on there. Resogun, Returnal for PS5 is on there. The Shadow of the Colossus remake. A lot of these, a lot of Uncharted stuff as well on PS4. Yeah. Um, the Last of Us remastered and the DLC as well. Yeah. I didn't already say that. I can't remember. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, from third party now. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Because we know everyone who wanted to, who's wanted that game, has definitely finished it. I didn't get bored halfway through. No, yeah. they they didn't at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. A lot of these. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is going on there. NBA 2K22. A lot of these are seemingly from either already in PlayStation Now mm. or were part of the PlayStation, PlayStation Plus collection. Um, yes. As well as some additional stuff. Tell us about the PS3, PS1, and PSP games, Peter, if you've got them there. Uh, um, I this isn't a very well. Is it um, easier to have a piece of one yeah, of the best um, pieces of papers? I'm on a different article and it's there not. You go. Have a look at those. This is the up. first one. This <laughs> uh, is the first. Uh, yes. Uh, PS one. Bit further down. 
Yes, there we go. Halfway down, I see. Um, so again, just a sweeping, a sweeping browse. Mm. Uh, Ape Escape, Jumping Flash, Intelligent Cube. Um, those are the some first party ones, and then third party, Mister Driller, Tekken Two, Worms World Party, and Worms Armageddon. That's it. Uh, that's all, all they've released so far. Yes, that's uh, all we know so far. This yeah. isn't a complete list. Um, then we've got uh, the the classic games catalog remasters. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So, have you? Did you guys read these ones? No. 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 So oh, I was reading my article at the same time, so I've completely missed what you guys have done. Uh, Ape Escape Two, um, Dark Cloud One and Two. I'm not sure what that is. We've got the, some of the Jack games: Jack and Daxter, Jack Two, Jack Three, Jack X, Combat Racing, Jack X, um, mm. Wild Arms Three. Uh, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. That's one with Duke Nukem, I think. Uh, Lego Harry Potter Collection. Mm. Um, and then some original PS3 games via streaming because it's so hard to emulate. Yes. Yeah, streaming's not ideal, is it? Demon Souls, uh, Hot Shots Golf, Eco, Infamous 1 and 2, mm-hmm. um, Motorstorm Apocalypse and Motorstorm RC, Rain. City Skyline. Oh, uh, no, I've gone back again. Yeah, gone back. yeah. We've also got Ratchet and Clank, Resistance Three, Super Stardust HD, and third party wise, Asura's Wrath, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two, uh, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, Fear, Lost Planet Two, and Red Dead Redemption: Undead Nightmare. Mm. Uh, that expansion. So this isn't. Thank you. This isn't all of them. Um, as we've said several times, this is just some of them. Uh, but it gives us an indication of potentially what lies in store for us on the uh, the premium and extra tiers. Sorry, yeah. extra and premium in that order. <sighs> Peter, what do you think? We've now seen a, a whole load of games there. Yeah. Bearing in mind that there are some additional features for extra and plus outside of just here are these games you mm. can access as part of the subscription, but it's mainly the games. And yes. Before we start, yeah. isn't there something that they said that if you owned yes. the PS1 or PSP games oh you've got it written down have you do a read according to Sony select PS1 and PSP titles will be featured will that will have features like save states allowing you to save the game anytime and rewind functionality these enhancements will be able will be available through a new user interface interface oh dear I'm sorry what's more some titles will be blessed with improved frame rates and better resolution that isn't what I was thinking about it's that that's the one I meant oh sorry so select PS1 and PSP titles will be available for purchase individually meaning previously purchased games will be available to download at no extra cost Mm -hmm. so that's a surprising move as well Mm -hmm. it is yeah Uh, And that, I think, was a bit of a saving grace, certainly from my point of view, because one of the things I've been most excited about is that this is the closest we're probably going to get, at least for now, if not forever, um, to backwards compatibility. That's never going to be an option in terms of sticky disks inside your PS5 and it's going to run. But Mm -hmm. at least they're, you know, making some old stuff available uh, to people who want to play it. And yeah, okay, that's always kind of been an option with PlayStation Now, but at least it's all kind of bundled into one deal now. Uh, however, when I saw that list, I think the later on in the Sony console lifespan you go, uh, I think the games list gets better. Um, I think early on, I think the PS1 stuff there in particular is just completely unexciting. Mm. Um Tekken 2 is all right. Worms is Worms. And that's honestly kind of it in terms of, you know, what I'm interested in there. Um, But the fact that 
select PS1 games will be available to purchase individually. Uh, you know, that might be of interest to certain people. Um, but yeah, I was I was a bit disappointed, really. And I think, again, as we've said, this is um, just what we've seen now. And there may be more, well, there probably will be more to this list. But you do have to wonder if this is them kind of setting out their stall that this might be some of the better stuff that they're trying to show mm. off. I'd like to think that maybe there's stuff they're still negotiating or sorting out. They don't want to commit yet and say such and such a game will be available. But even though it might be like a really big selling point, maybe it's just not been not been nailed down. But I think that's unlikely. I think, to be honest, what we're seeing here is some of the better, in their, their eyes, um, you know, uh, offerings and... If that's the best they can do for PS1, I'm a bit disappointed. Mm -hmm. But I suppose it's kind of par for the course. The further back you go, um, it's probably harder to sort these things out, particularly when you're dealing with third-party stuff. You know, some of the rights holders of these games might not even exist. You know, there's probably IP yeah. floating around out there that is sort of in some weird holding company or no one even really knows who owns it. So certainly THQ getting, Nordic. Yeah, well, THQ Nordic. So trying to nail down third-party games, the further back in history you go is going to be harder. But even first-party stuff, I mean, you know, I, I think it's a bit disappointing. On the other hand, and this is nothing to do now with, with PlayStation 1, um, and as I say, I think the later you go in sony's lifetime the games get better but uh it's been confirmed hasn't it that you uh can also get um ubisoft plus or whatever it's called uh U U ubisoft play oh is that right yeah i think so and i think there was talk of is ea it connect? ubisoft connect no um i don't know it might be the title yeah, ubisoft life. have got like a, yeah. kind of a membership thing i'm yeah. sure is it called ubi play or ubi plus or U ubisoft play um, as far as I can tell, there's only one PSP game listed here so far. Yeah, I right. couldn't see many PSP games when I was looking through. Super Stardust Portable. I think this is the exhaustive list so far of all the stuff that they've confirmed, but there's only one PSP game on here as far as I can tell. I don't really understand also how like they're saying that some PS1 games and PSP games are available to purchase. Because mm. I assumed, and maybe I'm the idiot here, that in this, when you pay monthly, that they would be included, like, in the monthly payments that you make. I didn't realize that they were also like, and you can buy extra ones if you fancy for PS1 games that have been out for longer than some of us have been alive. It's probably going to work the same as when a game is on PlayStation Plus, where yeah. when you go to buy it, if you're subscribed, it'll just say, yeah, maybe you've, so. you've got this or added to the library. That, but that's not how I read that. I read that as there will be extra ones available that we've made work on a PS5 that you can buy, but they won't be included in. But oh, if you've see, already I, bought them, I didn't you get don't that. have to buy them again. From what I understood, it's some of the games that are part of the subscription will be made available You can separately. buy them individually. Right. You can buy them on their own. a member of the subscription. I thought and it select was like, ones within that, if you have purchased them previously on previous platforms, you should be able to get them for free. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, confused so. as to how they would also have something you would buy Yeah, that would be a that. bit of a... But that makes sense. If that's how it works, it? I think I just read it wrong. Uh, Ubisoft Plus will be uh, available as part of the new PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium subscription tiers. Okay. Um, so that obviously comes with... A, a, a curated selection of popular games 27 available at launch mm -hmm. uh, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla The Division and For right. Honor 
Um, there was a couple of Far Cries on the list as well. Yeah, uh, Far Cry, um, Blood Dragon, uh, Far Cry 4, Steep, South Park, Fractured Butthole, mm. etc. Um, and I'm sure I also read, this might have been something that was unconfirmed but is being sorted out, is that EA, uh, their equivalent might also be... Uh, EA Play. EA Play might, might be being added in the same way. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was being reported that it has been. I think it was being reported that it might it's be. a rumor, yeah. So at least they're maybe bolting on a couple of big publishers and that immediately increases the uh, selection of games available. Mm. So on balance, overall, I think it's like it's it's a pretty good selection of games. Um, but yeah, certainly from my point of view as a kind of more someone more interested in the in the retro offerings, I think that is a bit disappointing, specifically in that in that corner of, of yeah. the deal. Yeah. So you wouldn't you're not tempted as, as, it, moment, as it stands. As it stands, I'm not. I'm less tempted now than I was when it was ambiguous and it was, <laughs> oh, there might be a load of, you know, PS1, PS2 stuff. I thought, well, I, I was never optimistic to begin with. Let me make that clear. <laughs> I thought it's going to be a rubbish library, but I thought there's a chance that I'll be surprised. But now that it's been confirmed what's available so far, I'm not disappointed, t- but not surprised. Yeah. Um, by that particular part of the deal. I mean, I might still look at it from the fact that, you know, some of the later games um, are, you know, there's some really good, really good PS3, PS4 games on there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, as a as a retro fan, I'm not very interested by that at all. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Ashton? I think that it has not convinced me to go to anywhere beyond essential. Um, I think there are a lot of the games on the list for the like extra tier with the, PS4, PS5 games are games I have already played, I own mm. in disc form, or I have on my PlayStation library already. Yeah. Um, and I assume that if I've like that, like added them to my library from the PlayStation Plus collection, because you mm-hmm. can do that, that they're not going to take those away from me. No. Um, no. Because I I got them when I was paying for the PlayStation yeah. Plus level at that point. So I assume they're not going to take these all away from me if I don't go on to extra. Me and MB have discussed that if, like, we did want to play something like Returnal, for example, it's probably the only one on that list where I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I haven't got that on anything. I would quite like to play Returnal at some point. Um, that if we wanted to play Returnal together in the new co-op mode, that maybe one of us would go to extra and mm-hmm. use, like, the family sharing that we could just play mm-hmm. at the same time on two different PS5s. Yeah. Um, I don't have any interest in most of the retro games that are on the list um none of those have been games that i've been like oh i always wanted to play that i mean there's a couple on there that i'd be like okay interesting i would like maybe got like to give that a go but maybe i'll just pay for a month and then play yeah. the games that i want to play and then not pay for it again um it's the same thing i said about xbox game pass there's a lot of the retro stuff on there I don't bother with. I just play the new games that come on there or the games that I've been waiting for the last couple of years that have come out. Um, I don't have that much nostalgia to a lot of the games. I don't really have a lot of kind of like fond memories of PlayStation 3, 2 or 1 games. So I don't really feel the need to pay for the, what is it called? Premium mm-hmm, the um, top one, yeah. level. Yeah. So I think I'll probably just stick with Essential to see what the new three games I get a month. Mm-hmm. See what's fun and exciting on that list. And if there is, like, say, more on Extra and games that are coming out to PlayStation that are brand new go on Extra, maybe I will consider it. But if it's just going to be, like, a backlog of games that have come out, I don't know if I'm going to bother. 
with extra. I think the the best thing about Game Pass is that games that are brand new come straight to Game Pass. And these are games that I would potentially pay, I don't know, like anywhere upwards of 50 quid for, Mm -hmm. but I can just play on Xbox Game Pass and just give it a go. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they're not going to have new titles coming to extra on this section, then I don't think I would bother going for these games because a lot of them are games I've already played or have so mm-hmm. i'm not really that interested to be honest it's not yeah. been like oh yeah definitely we'll go for extra now like i was tempted yeah. but it hasn't like swooned me it's not <laughs> knocked me off my feet yeah so not like pan am no not no. like pan am love you pan am it's 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 not a game pass competitor no it's um not. until it can until sony start putting their exclusives day one on it which they've said categorically is not going to happen mm. then mm-hmm. it it's it's just not comparable to to Game Pass, which is that's that's the main appeal. Yeah, there's a big library of games that you can subscribe for, but I think most people are are, are there for the day one exclusives. That's yeah. that's why it's such a crazy deal. And there's a lot of really great games here, and the enhancements to some of the select classic games, like the save states and the rewind functionality, is really good and mm-hmm. and, and and great. And it's some kind of effort. Not a very big one currently, but it's some kind of effort of preservation. Yeah. Um, don't like that we're still having to stream PS3 games. There, I know this is an early list, but there's some notable omissions uh, from it, just as there were when all of those all of those PS3 games were on PlayStation. Now, like, where's Resistance Two? Why is it Resistance One and Three? Yeah, mm. uh, at least both of the infamous games are on there. You and would think that first something. party stuff as well. It should all just be it on. Should there. just all be on. There's no it? excuse for it not to yeah. all be on there. I totally understand. Like some really great third party classics not being there. You, mm. you know, you might say, well, that's not much of a PS3 library. That's much much of a PS2, PS1 library. It's yeah. missing, you know, whatever Tekken Three. Well, that's Namco, isn't it? But. Mm. If all the PS ones, all the all the first party stuff yeah. is available to them, they why need is it to not there? Put every single thing that they own, yeah, that they are not. I mean, the fact that Returnal and and the Demon Souls on PS Five, admittedly, they're probably not shifting many copies anymore, but all of their first party games that they don't see as big sellers anymore mm. should go on there. Yeah, they should all be on there. There's no reason for them not to. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, there are some great games in there. I own most of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I will beat the drum forever about getting backwards compatibility working for the sake of preservation and yeah. for people to be able to play their old uh, old games. But personally, I'm I'm not overly interested in in subscribing to a very premium service in order to do that. Um, especially if the games aren't really there currently. We don't know again what these are. I am not interested at all. I am interested to see how it goes and what people make of it. But personally, I'm not putting down my money for extra or premium. And if, like your uh, situation with MB, Mm. if a friend and if I've got like a friend visiting or a friend and I want to play a game that neither of us have, um, then maybe it's justifiable, just like I did with PlayStation Now and talked about on this podcast. Maybe it's justifiable. Said that. That's how I subscribe did now. for yeah. one month yeah. and play what you want to play, and then go back down to a different tier. But I can't remember what the prices are. I should have written them written them down. But it's going to be expensive for one month, and there's should a good chance that you could. Yes, please. There's a good chance that you could probably 
buy that game. Well, that's what you'll do. You'll look Just at like what's the cost of the game and what's the cost a month. of a month of now. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I could justify it on, on PlayStation Now. This is just super PlayStation Now mm-hmm. is what it is. It's been rolled into PlayStation Plus, which should have been done ages ago. Yeah. But this isn't PlayStation Game Pass. This is PlayStation Now 2, mm. essentially. It's it's just what PlayStation Now should always have been. Yeah. But the lowest tier is what PlayStation Plus has always been. Mm-hmm. So prices are for yeah. essential, it is $6.99, which is the same as it is currently. Yeah. For extra, it's $10.99. This is in pounds, but mm-hmm. there are all the exchange rates on there. And for premium, it is £13.50 a month. So that's not too bad for one month if you just wanted to dump it, especially if there's a PS5 game you wanted to play. Mm. Yeah, Um, You could just put down that money for a month and play it. So in that sense, it could be quite lucrative. But Mm. day one, in terms of looking at an ongoing subscription, not knowing the rest of these games and knowing what the currently announced games are and the features that are available at those uh, more premium tiers, I'm not. Not going to put my money down. I'd be very interested to know as well how some of those older games are being run in the sense that have they been sort of converted into apps, mm. if you like, or or are they essentially ISOs running on a little secret hidden emulator? Somewhere? Like the well, PlayStation this is the Classic. Thing that's like that is baffling to me is the fact that like most of these PlayStation One games and PlayStation Two, you can emulate and have the exact same features, you mm. know, save states and and whatnot. For free, yeah. on the internet, there are ISOs abundance. Like, well, what I was going to say was, if it turns out that they are essentially being emulated, um, wh- why can't if if there's then an emulator on my console, why can't I stick a disc access in? It. Yeah, yeah. Like, why can't I access it and like add? People will probably be, if it is being emulated, people will be jailbreaking their consoles. I suspect, mm-hmm. um, but why why can't I access it and add ISOs? or stick my discs into the drive because you can do that with the one we use. Yeah, I heard it. So you, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can. You can, if you still have a CD drive. Yeah, if you still have a CD drive, you don't have to download ISOs for EPSXE, which we use for um, PS1 emulation. If you put a PS1 disc into your CD drive, it can run it off that. Mm. So if there's going to be an emulator on my PS5, if I subscribe to this service, why... Why can't I use it in that way? Maybe that's not how it's going to be working. I don't know. But um, mm. yeah, that's that's interesting. <sighs> I don't know. I'm unconvinced. I'm happy that it exists. And I don't think, to be clear, I don't think this is a bad situation here. Mm. I just, um, it's not for me. No. Yeah. But yeah. equally, I'm not really sure what they would have to do to get me in there. Maybe day one releases. But I appreciate that that is not something that they want to do or that their business model permits them from doing essentially they certainly um, need to put their all their first party they should put all their first party library on it stuff but even if they did i still wouldn't subscribe because mm. i've got most of their yeah. first party i've already bought it i already own yeah. it it's it's just not necessary for me yeah. one psp game is not great currently need more of those um i assume that'll be the usual suspects your god of war chains of olympus and and that sort of stuff um It'd be great to see uh, the the original Persona games got ported to PSP. It'd be nice to see those on there. Doubt that will happen. Mm-hmm. But if that happens, that might be worth a month's subscription just to play one of those. But that is the only situation currently that I can see myself subscribing is mm-hmm. just to dip in for one game that's cheaper than buying yeah. separately. Um, but 
let us know what mm. you think. Are you going to subscribe to Extra or Premium from day one? Or are you going to stick with Essential? Let us know. Peter, yeah. where can people find us on the internet? Team Triple Jump. Just put that in. It's there. Uh, <laughs> we do our content on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump. It's where our videos and live streams happen. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, you get a Twitch sub with that. It's just part of the bundle. So you could spend that on us if you like, no extra cost. Uh, when we're uh, streaming on both Twitch and YouTube, we're modded by Lobrotovich, Trowling Badger, and Mr. Black. We're on Twitter and Facebook at twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. We've got video content on there. We've got a lot of live, live streams happening and premieres happening on Facebook right now. Um, and uh, if you watch those, it does help us get towards our goal um, so that we can monetize Facebook. I know we've been talking about it for a long time in different ways, but uh, yeah, please do watch our live stuff if it's there. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you to Fraser for looking after Twitter and Facebook for us and also for looking after our TikTok with Ashton. TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump. You can go and watch us on TikTok where we do ticks and talks. Yes, we do. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump is where all of our Patreon uh, rewards are available. You can ask questions on this podcast, get early access to worst games ever and weirdest games ever, and uh, get special video messages from us as a group as well mm. if you want one of those. Yeah. We have a website. It's triple j.mup. That's triple j.u.mp. It spells jump. Isn't that clever? That's so clever. Mm. If you that was my idea, it. by the way. Oh, you're so smart. Just want that on record. Was it? Yeah, it was. I thought that was an Adam. No, I'm no, sorry. Peter. I've been I'm misattributed to Super um, if you want to join our Discord, why not go to triplejet.mup forward slash Discord and chat with our wonderful community over on there. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. Never tell you to do something, bloody well do it. If you want to listen to the podcast in its audio forms, why not go to triplejet.mup forward slash podcast. If you want to watch one of the live stream VODs, we do lots of live streams a week, so if you miss one, never fear. You can watch them at triplejet.mup forward slash VODs. Mm. If you want to book a cameo from any of us or James Jenkins... James! Why not go to triplejet.mup forward slash cameo. Mm -hmm. And if you want to buy some second call merch... Like this, not like this. This like is this. Uh, this is exclusive to Ben. Um, why not go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. Mm, absolutely. Why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter and confused underscore dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <gasps> streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday being the joint streams. Blaze, Blaze it. On YouTube. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday being the solo streams on Twim. Uh, worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier Sunday for everyone else. We do the podcast every Saturday and shows all the flipping time. Uh, so come subscribe even though you already are. We'll see you there. Also, leave a five-star review on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. It really does help us out. So go leave those reviews. This week, it it is, we promise it's happened. Lego Ranked is now out. It's uh, available. It was ready to go, but we had some export issues at the at the at the ninth nth, nth out no, the eleventh hour, hour nth degree. Yeah. Yeah. We had some export issues at the eleventh degree. Uh, so it is ready. It's uploaded. I mean it's out. It released on Friday. So go watch that. Every single Lego game ranked from worst to best. But that's not all, is it? 
Is there it there? Is it there? Is there it? No. We potentially might have a quip scope for oh, yeah. um what's it called? Multiverses. Multiverses. Oh yeah. The alpha. Um and I mean we don't know yet, but it might come out next week. A video that James is working on. I think it'll mm, probably be next week. Probably next week. Ooh, yeah. yeah, maybe next week. I think week. he was aiming Exciting. for this week, but I mean, it might have gone out, but probably it's next It's the return week. of a popular series. Very yeah. exciting. That's the, right. They haven't the done since back. 2019. Mm. Uh, also, Weirdest Games Ever goes out for everyone um, this weekend. Tomorrow, a time of release of this podcast. Yes. Um, it's obviously been out for a week if you are a patron of a of the $5 tier, but it is going to be available this weekend. Mm. Do you guys want to know something? Well, mm. Always. So this is my last podcast before I go on holiday, <gasps> and it breaks four months straight of podcasts from me someone wow, told me yesterday on my stream they said that as of today i break my four month streak of not missing a single podcast damn i mean it's quite sad you can you're able to brag about that sort of this year yeah. but uh pre in the pre-ashton days yeah, yeah. P, p p c e mm. pre what yeah pre-ashton era yeah where'd uh, that c come from pay did I say E C? Yeah. I really am okay. some sort of strong. He didn't have right his, his sugary drink this morning. P A E is what I meant. Yeah. Pay. Right. Pay. Uh Ben and I had to uh we we really did some sidestepping around being off ill, didn't we? We I think we had some streaks of yeah. eight, nine months sometimes. There Occasionally were, Sam would step in. But. Yeah, there were a couple I did uh without Peter, but I didn't miss a podcast until you started. Yeah. Mm. So I've not been poisoning you or anything, so. Yeah. Well, I disagree. Well, you're turning uh, I mean, I can't now, even so turn BCE into A. I still can't do it. Oh, P my God. B A. Just end the podcast. C? The nice thing about no, having. No, it's not got a C in it. The nice thing about having Ashton here is that Peter and I can afford to be ill now and don't, you know. We but you can't to, for the next two weeks. We, well, I mean, we can still be ill. Yeah. We we have an actual team now. We're, I must which be we ill. To, to start with. Ashton, what's the sponsor, please? The sponsor for this week is, of course, by the wonderful uh, devs behind Trek to Yomi, documenting Sam Ryder's journey to Eurovision. It's Trek to Turin. And it's out at some point. That's Trek some point. to Turin. Some Check him Body. out. Right, see you later, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.